Yeah! You know what came in yesterday, Al? What's I that? got because uh, training camps are opening up all over the place. You just heard the Rams are opening up at UC Irvine. Uh, the guys will be out there today uh, doing the show from there. I'll be out there on Saturday with Kirk doing a show from out there. But uh, camps are open. They wanted me to do my Richie Incognito voice. You didn't even know I had one of those, did you? No, I had no idea. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you're ready for it. I need. I need to be new every day. <laughs> I need to be Let's in the do proper. It on one of the prep calls, and then and then we can. Maybe talk nerd. About it. What are you doing prepping for the show, you stupid nerd? What is that, a book? Is that some sort of computer? You think you're smart, you stupid nerd? That's my Richie Incognito. Remember when he that's bullied Jonathan yeah, that, Martin? That's not bad. That's actually, that was pretty decent. By the way, I did not know there was a, a support group for <laughs> turtlenecks. Got a text from my cousin. Turtlenecks are the best, Lee. What, what, what do we... I didn't know out of all the things that you know to to strike a nerve, it's the turtleneck turtleneck conversation. N- never a turtleneck. Ne- just the, the answer is never to a turtleneck. I just moved to the Northeast. Turtlenecks are really great there. Nope. You know, you get you keep yourself nice and warm. You first know, of all, you keep keep away your double chin. That's always been, a nice thing. First Travis, of all, that's Travis, your have fault you been, have, for have you moving to, to the a, Northeast, uh, Emily. Don't blame us for that. You ever been to you? You go and this was years ago. But uh, I went and I was like, oh, let me try this thing on. And you're just in the fitting room. And it's like, I can't, I, where's my head? Like, it's not, is this the sleeve? No, see. it's not the sleeve. It's actually, <laughs> that's how this thing works. It just stops right here on the bottom of your chin. And everything else just itches. It's, it's awful. It's awful. <laughs> well, it's like turning up the heat to 140 degrees in the car. It's yeah. like the second that thing's on, it's, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to sweat through this turtleneck in the next 30 seconds. There, there, there's no other option going on here. A couple of late ask sleeves. Are you ready? <laughs> this <laughs> isn't over, even an I'm overtime ask sleeve. This isn't even an ask sleeve. It's just, it needs to be read. It's another yeah. Mike Buddenholzer. Even during. <laughs> Even during the Bucks parade, Mike Budenholzer still looked worried like he forgot where he parked his car and if he'd locked it. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. That's just – he does have that look like he's not oh, quite he sure what's going he on. Look, and Bellinger is challenging him that look. He's, <laughs> challenger, he's challenging him for that look. So the, the, the speaking of, the look that Bellinger had is mm-hmm. he looks like that dude in a rom-com who ran through a crowded airport only to see his best friend leave on a private jet with some rich dude before he could tell her how he really feels. <laughs> how does that thought come in somebody's mind? Oh, oh, so awesome. good, so good. And then lastly, John and Fullerton wanted to make sure that Chris is listening so he could pull your... Where'd that throw go? Because he thought it was absolutely perfect that you nailed that, Al. So uh, good, good on you for getting the Bellinger voice just right. Travis and Slee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. The Laker window, it's open, right? LeBron James makes it open. Anthony Davis makes it open. But Sam Amick in The Athletic had a story about how even Laker may be concerned that maybe it's not going to be open for as long as they thought and that last year was kind of a wake-up call that LeBron is at an age where injuries are to be expected. Anthony Davis is perpetually injured. That He's awesome when he plays, but he gets hurt a lot. Is that window more closed than we've ever given it credit to before, Slee? Well, I, I think, you know, I, I don't think this makes that much of a story for me 
Um, and, and I'll just read off the quote, Sam Amick of The Athletic, the injuries to James and Davis last season were an unwelcome reminder of that much, leading some Laker officials to worry that the window might be even shorter than they had originally hoped. Here, here's the reality, Trav, uh, which, by the way, leads us to the process of trying to go out there, get another piece. That's why they're. That's why we're hearing so many of these names in the offseason that the Lakers may be looking to, to go out and try to get. Um, I, I think actually the window, if you'd have told me before LeBron James came that we'd be in his third year of his contract. Let's see, one, two, three, fourth year of his contract with the Lakers, and we're still in a fantastic position to continue to potentially win the second championship with LeBron James. I would tell Uh you I'd sign up for that. That sounds like we've kind of took advantage of that window, but I think the natural progression of you have LeBron, you have Anthony Davis – what happened last year, Trav, after the Lakers won a championship? Other teams started saying, if we're going to go beat Anthony Davis and LeBron James, we got to get better. Mm-hmm. Kyrie and, and Kevin Durant, that's not going to be enough. We got to if, – if there's another all-star that becomes available – now, luckily for them, it wasn't just a regular all-star. It was James freaking Harden. They went out sure. and got James Harden. And then now, all of a sudden, the rest of the NBA, you have your haves and your have-nots. You got teams that just know they have absolutely no shot at winning a championship or making the playoffs or being relevant. And you have other teams saying, if we don't go all in right now, how are we going to hang with Brooklyn? How are we going to hang with the Lakers? How are we going to hang with some of these teams? Lakers are actually in that conversation as well. Lakers, they got to be coming into this you know, free agency period in the NBA draft that comes in tomorrow. Trav, they have to be thinking to themselves, no, no. We need a guy like Westbrook, or we need a guy like DeMar DeRozan, or we need a guy like Kyle Lowry. Go down the list of all these different players have been rumored. So the, the story doesn't really do much to me because I think every year is a question mark of how long that window is going to be open. We, we don't know. Sam Amick is a good reporter. He, 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 he doesn't just fling stuff up against the wall to, to see what happens. That, so if he's saying that Laker executives or Laker insiders are were worry about concerned the that they're wind, yeah, then, then that means that he got it from somebody that was worried about the window. I, I believe that this is not conjecture. This is, this is the jumping off point for something that he was heard or told. Um, and and I, I think it goes back to what you were saying for the last several weeks, which is you need to do whatever you can to win right now that anything that is done with the thought of yeah but this may put us in a pickle four years from now three years from now so what sounds good because this this is the window right that whether it's open for a season or two or three is almost doesn't matter it you need to do what's good for your team today and tomorrow and not necessarily what's good for the team a year from now, which is a really tricky spot to be in as an executive because eventually, look, so we, we've all done this, right? Yeah. We've all paid the minimum on our credit card a few times, right? <laughs> I, I just, I don't have, I'm, I'm going to pay the minimum. I'm going to pay the minimum. The money doesn't go anywhere. You still owe the money. <laughs> and eventually you got to pay a big fat bill with all the charge that you've had plus the interest that's stacked up, but you keep pushing it off. It comes due eventually. The Lakers need to pay the bill later. Right now, keep charging on that card. Keep going out there and finding pieces to get it done now. Because I I, I hate even saying this out loud, but here are the cold, hard facts. Mm -hmm. LeBron James is going into his 19th season in the league. Doesn't happen very often. And almost no one is a great player in their 19th, 20th, 21st season. Almost, it almost doesn't exist. Okay, and you, as, you know you can actually use, the fact you can use Kobe as an example. You know, Kobe in his final yeah, two he's, years he's a in perfect the NBA, example. It was it was a 
uh, it was a farewell tour. That's what it was. It wasn't yeah. about winning. It wasn't about a championship no. or anything like that. No. So, and, and despite there being very little evidence to prove what I'm about to say, LeBron James is a human being. He, he is. He is a human being that is going to start to slow down at some point. That's going to. And, and I said this, and unfortunately, I was right about this especially a player that's in an advanced portion of his career, once you get hurt, you st- you tend to continue to get hurt. That if, if you're 20 and you get a high ankle sprain, when it heals, you're fine. You just keep going, yeah. and it's not a big deal. When you're 36 and you get one, then all of a sudden now my hip hurts, and now my other hip hurts, and now my shoulder isn't right, and now my mm-hmm. back's bothering me. And it's just all those things in the chain start to break down. That's going to happen to him. Now, hopefully it doesn't happen for a while, but it's going to happen to him. And Anthony Davis is always hurt. You know, the, the great player, full stop. Gets hurt a lot, full stop. Both of those things are true. So they they, they got to go for it. Well, Whatever well, it is, you know, we can disagree on the pieces. I don't like Russell Westbrook. You do. I do like DeMar DeRozan. I know that you like him too. But they've got to go big. They've got to get something done. So th- this is kind of another thing to play off of it, Trav. Uh, I think, you know, we could sit back and we t- we could talk about LeBron's age. We could talk about AD. We could talk about all that. Um it's just how are you going to feel? You know, we're talking about the Dodgers and this trade deadline coming up. Wouldn't you just feel better if you added a starting pitcher or if you added uh-huh. um, somebody in the bullpen? You would just feel better. It's not that the Dodgers can't go win it all with the team that they have. It's not that the Lakers can't go with LeBron James and Anthony Davis as your foundation and the drop-off between those two to the third-best player is significant like it was last season with Dennis Schroeder or even the year prior when it was, I don't know, who the hell was the third-best player the year prior? Was it Rondo at times, KCP? I I, I can't even answer that question. But it's, it's not just the age of where these guys are, it's also, wouldn't you just feel a lot better if you walked in with a third piece? And, you know, when I hear people, either they call in the Lakers talk or I'll get tweets on it, and I'm sure you do as well, well, you can't get rid of THT. Well, yeah, Kuzma could be this. Watch me. <laughs> or KCP is such a I, – I, Lakers have the 22nd pick tomorrow. I, I You know, I, I say this not to – I, I'm very fond of what THT could be in a few years. I think I think Kuzma in the right predicament or right situation could be a nice player somewhere. I, I, I agree with all that stuff. It don't matter because with LeBron and Anthony Davis right now today, that's all that you can worry about. I don't care what happens in three years from now. I don't care about four years from now. You have a chance walking away from this season grabbing two of three of the last NBA championships, and I don't think you do it coming back with that same roster. I don't think you do it with just LeBron AD and not another all-star. All right. Um, you got another chance to win John Bonamassa tickets. Uh, you want to listen? You're going to want to call in coming up right now, 877-710-ESPN. If you are caller number eight, you're going to get two tickets to see Joe Bonamassa. He's hailed as one of the greatest guitar players of our time. He is live at the Greek Theater this Sunday on August 1st. Again, caller number eight, 877-710-ESPN. Slee, I saw something from Cody Bellinger last night that makes me feel good about him for the first okay. time in a long time. I'm going to explain what I mean next. It's coming up. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. 
Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers, thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. It's a pretty good day for me, Slee. Not just because Walker Buehler is going to pitch or any of that stuff, but uh, it's a good day because the NBA is going to change some rules to make life harder on James Harden. <laughs> I dig that. I just, I'm very happy to see what they're going to do. Did you see that story that they're planning to change those rules? I'll, uh, I'll read it to you really quickly, the, the vernacular of it. The NBA is planning on implementing a rule change this summer that would limit non-basketball moves to draw fouls, according to The Athletic. Uh, in other words, hey, James, no, we're not doing that anymore. I love that. If, a, a rule for a specific guy, I'm all in. I, um, I think if there's one thing that frustrates me more in the NBA – by the way, you know, the reviews are obviously incredibly annoying. Um, players complaining is incredibly annoying. Referees uh, making egregious calls. You could kind of go through some of the, the different lists of things. I can't stand when a player is basically going out of his way to get a whistle. It has nothing to do with the play. There's nothing natural about it. The, the clock stops. The action stops. Fans are sitting around. There's nothing worse than it. So how the NBA is going to do it, how they're going to do it, um, and and really kind of put guys on notice that if this continues, I, I don't know how they'll kind of figure this thing out, but it's one of the worst parts about the game. It's not just James Harden. Luka's doing it. Um, who else is doing it? Uh, Trey Young has kind of been creative on doing it. Chris Paul does it all the time. Devin Booker, you saw him in the playoffs. So it ain't just James Harden, but Harden, I would think, is the face of it. You know what it is, too. It's it's the equivalent of counting cards. It's it's not illegal, but it's just it's one of those things that ruins it, right? It's one of those things that it's rigging the system. It's you've developed this skill, and I'm not saying it's not easy or it's not hard. It is hard to make to do what James Harden does. It's hard to get to the foul line 25 times a game. It's it's difficult. Yeah. It's terrible TV. It's just it's ter- look at the end of the day, sports. Are television products? They are. There, there's very little difference between the NBA and uh, the newest episode of your favorite TV show. Sure. The second it's not, in, it's not fun to watch. You're turning it off, right? Well, it, it's just there. There has to be some compelling elements to it. And watching guys shoot free throws is not compelling. It's can I, not can good TV. Can I give TV. you an example too? Aside from just the TV stuff, there's a respect to the game. And if you are, a, if you let me just use this as an example, you go out, you play some pickup basketball. And you're playing a guy that is literally focused on drawing a foul, not trying to just score. You'd be, you'd basically look at the guy and be, what are you doing? Just let's play basketball. And I think there's a lot of times other NBA players are looking at whoever's trying to draw a foul and say, can we just play ball? Can we stop? Can, can you stop flopping all over the place, trying to draw a foul, whining and complaining, moaning to the referee? I, I think that stuff, if you just take it from a regular context of you go out and play some basketball, you go do that at just a regular pickup game. People are going to look at you like, what are you doing? 
right? And and unfortunately in the NBA, you were rewarded for doing that. So they take that part away. That's that's only a good thing. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Before we get to Cody Bellinger, two quick things. Number one, yep. Emily, am I seeing this right? Is that a Laker T-shirt? Are you are you officially making the plunge into the L.A. lifestyle? You purchased your first Laker T-shirt? Yes. So it was actually given to me as a birthday present for my parents uh, after I'd just gotten this job. So I was like, I want to fit in. I need to have all the all the L.A. gear. So I got this go. and a Dodger shirt and a Dodger Perfect. hat. So I have all the general L.A. stuff. But I don't know. I like it. It's kind of a general uh, Lakers T-shirt. No, it's a good black. one. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a classic Laker T-shirt. And, we're gonna, and I'm glad to hear you have a Dodger one. You're, you're starting to acclimate. I haven't. Do news. me a favor, have, Emily. Yes. Since um, nobody's in the office. You can walk into anybody's office, and nobody's been there for over a year. Jack any hat you want, jack any <laughs> right. shirt you want, any of that stuff. Because take the art 100%, off. Hundred percent, they all forgot whatever the hell they had in their. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? I'm also debating what my first like jersey will be, whether uh, either the NBA or MLB. I'm kind of leaning. I I really like Max Muncie, so I might be leaning towards a Max Muncie baseball jersey. But Look, I don't know what you guys on, think. Uh, Eldon Campbell. <laughs> He's a legend. Look, Eldon Campbell's a good choice. Max Muncie is a better choice. I'm just throwing it, it out came, there. Maybe it came down to Muncie or Eldon. And I want to throw a third one in there. How about a number 22 jersey from the UC Santa Barbara Gaucho baseball team? I'm there just throwing that out there. As, there you know, that, that seems like a good choice, too. Uh, that does seem pretty tempting. I, I, I think I would definitely be recognized on the street with that one. That's, that's right. Do they sell you, those, Travis? There's nothing but Black in the bookstore. They really? sold out of them. That's probably what happened. My, that's why you can't find them. My NIL income is through the roof right now. I'm just, I'm absolutely stacking, just stacking money on top of money with my uh, gaucho baseball uh, endorsements coming from everywhere. <laughs> exactly. By the way, hey, uh, did, did you see this? Uh, mm. Sam Amick just put this out as well. Or actually, maybe a couple hours ago. So Kyle Kuzma for Buddy Heal deal is still very possible, and Montrezl Harrell will likely be included if he opts in. Um, you know, Chav, I, I, I kind of I, – as we get through the next couple of days and we see, you know, what eventually happens, um, I, and I'm not telling you that Buddy Healed is going to be the answer, but if you can get Buddy Healed and that doesn't affect some of those other stuff that you're looking to do, yeah, that, that could be – that could be an unbelievable addition by not really feeling like you gave up something that you need for this upcoming season. If it's Tier 1 guys, I want Lowry and DeRozan. If it's not Tier 1 guys or we're going to Tier 2, Buddy Heald's at the top of my list. I, I, I would love to see something like that. But one last quick little NBA note as well. Yeah. Uh, they're going to do the play-in tournament again the upcoming oh, yeah. season. Right. They're, they're going to do Good. That was awesome. That game between LeBron and Steph Curry in, in the play-in round, that was one of the best games of the season. It was super so, fun. I'm glad they're so doing I it could, again. I could convince you to do a playing tournament and get 10, guy, 10 teams in the mix. I can't convince you to get add a couple more teams in Major League Baseball. You're not understanding the difference. You, you still don't get it. The difference is the, the, the eighth team, the Golden State Warriors, could beat somebody. Right? The Golden State Warriors no, could go in there and do it. That's incorrect. The, these no, baseball – no, no, they could. Steph, Steph Curry nearly beat the Lakers in that one game. He nearly did it by himself. Golden State Warriors couldn't even get into the tournament this year because they were as far back as they were. They obviously didn't have Clay Thompson. They can't. Memphis is not going to go beat the Utah Jazz or beat any of these other teams. They're just not. 
No, I the star power at the back end of that is scary enough to me. Where base, baseball, those those teams, 162 games is more than enough. Ten teams is more than enough. We we're already Need doing more a one postseason and done. games, less regular season games. Bang, 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 not going to happen. All right, Cody Bellinger um, made a terrible throw that would have landed in someone's popcorn bucket had there not been a protective netting down the down the foul lines. Do you know okay what his throw it. was? Could I just say this? His throw was he was in center field, base hit, somebody's at second, and he's throwing home. That's that's how far he threw the ball. Damn, he threw bro. the ball from center to home plate. Forgot I was playing first. Had my center field throw on, bro. Oh, where'd that thing go anyway? No, look, it was a terrible throw. Was that net always there? <laughs> Put that net there. <laughs> It was. It was. I think, it, I think we're gonna lose the game. Is that what? Huh? What? I'm still. I go back to center now. <laughs> anyway, it was a terrible throw. Cost the Dodgers the game. Hour. Yep. I. I. I'm okay with it, and and it sounds so stupid, but it would have been so easy for Cody Bellinger to have checked out by now. It would have been so easy for this guy to go. I. I can't get a hit. Julio Urias has a batting average that is 70 points higher than mine. That's yep. a fact. I can't do anything right. Even when I get a hit, which he got last night, he's one for four, it's a soft ground ball through the infield, not not hit particularly hard. I love that he was plugged in enough to try to make an aggressive heads-up play, to try to pump fake a guy, to try to cut down, which was ultimately going to be the winning run, to try and make a play with his arm because he couldn't do it with his bat. I love the idea. I love the aggressiveness. I love the, the, the mentality that he still has despite everything going wrong. It gives me hope that he's going to come out of this because he hasn't given up yet. He hasn't given in and said, ah, screw it, this isn't my year. I'll start thinking about whatever's coming next. I, I admire the go-for-it aspect of what he did, even if it was a terrible, terrible throw. What percentage of that would you say was careless? What percentage do you think was – like I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think here. I'm trying to – because I think there is a – anytime, anytime you take a risk, right, you ha- you're weighing, okay, what's the risk-reward factor here? Uh-huh. Can this play – this play is – anytime you're kind of faced with this is going to either win us the game or it's going to lose us the game. It doesn't actually win them the game because it's not like, you know, he's running, he's rounding the bases and he scores, they win. It's not anything like that. But right. You're either preventing losing the game, gives you a kind of a, another crack at, at, at the bat or whatever the case is, or you don't make a perfect throw, you're going to lose this game. And that's obviously what ended up happening. So how much of that would you say was careless? I, I don't think any of it was careless. I, I think there's a, an element of danger that's involved in it. Care, careless means to me, I don't give a damn what happens. I, I'm going I'm to try to do something for me. I'm going to try to make a play because it'll make me look good. I'm just going to try to do something that makes me so shine. So not careless. That's not the right word. Yeah, it, it was dangerous. For sure it was dangerous because it is an awkward throw for a left-handed first baseman. It was a throw that he was going to have to make on the move. It was a throw that he was going to have to make because the only way he was going to get the guy off the bag to begin with, Posey, was to pump fake to second base. So he thinks that, okay, now i got to go. You need sure. to get him to take that one step towards home plate so you can backdoor him right there. There's a lot of danger involved. But keep in mind, Cody Bellinger is one of the best athletes in Major League Baseball. Sure. Okay, there, there's a reason he's a nearly 50 home run guy in his career. There's a reason he's the MVP. He can run the bases. He can throw. He can field. He can. There's not too many things on a diamond that he can't do, and he went for it. 
This wasn't a dumb play. It was a dangerous play, but a really good player attempted to execute a dangerous play that, by the way, Al, and it wouldn't have won the game for the Dodgers, but if I'm just kind of spitballing here, shifted all it would have changed the, the momentum third, so right. incredibly. Sure. It would have sure. just changed the Dodgers, like we talked about earlier. It feels like they're in that weird part of, a, of any sports team where you're almost waiting for something to go wrong, and in that moment he could have made something happen and go right and like, you know what? We're going to win this game now. It wouldn't have surprised me at all if they, they had that play happen. You got a double play. You cut down that runner, and all of a sudden you go up there, you get two or three runs, you win the game. It's like, here we go. It was a terrible throw. It slipped out of his hand, or Muncie flashed in front of him, whatever it might have been. It was, it was a bad, bad well, throw, but I loved the effort. That's more of the result of this. It, it's, it has more to do with it's not like he threw it to third and the ball stayed in front of – You know, it, it's not like – the fact that he threw the ball so incredibly far away <laughs> from third wasn't base, that great. was that's why we're having the conversation. There, there are two guys right now that you kind of – I don't know if cringe is the right word, but when Kenley, comes, when Kenley comes to the mound <laughs> yeah. and something happens, you're like, geez, oh, again, boy. Kenley? Like you feel genuinely bad for Kenley. <laughs> Bellinger is the other guy for the Dodgers where – uh, just nothing seems to be going right for him. And yesterday was just another example where it was like, really? That was Bellinger? That was, couldn't have been somebody else that made that error at the end of the game? Could have been Chris Taylor, who's been the player of the week and is playing fa- – no, no, no. It had to be Bellinger. Of course it was. And it, well, like it, to call it, ball's going to find the wrong guy. That's it, been, it, it does. 100% it does. And, and I just say that because it, it's, it's not like Bellinger – feels good about what's going on right now. It's not like Bellinger is in this position where, you know, he's playing so loose and things aren't on his mind. Part of that play yesterday, just to kind of watch it unfold, and then the face that he gives everybody for five seconds, seven seconds, that you just now remember that face, it's kind of one of those where you just you say, of course it's Bellinger, and I don't know if, uh, I don't know if he should have taken, taken that type of a risk in that uh, situation. You obviously feel differently. She's got a new T-shirt, and we've got a new game. Cap or fact? Coming up next, it's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Not gonna lie, I'm pretty excited about this. Al, we got a new new game going on. Producer yep. Emily is gonna run the show. Travis and Slee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. What's the game, Emily? So the game is called Cap or Fact. Uh, okay. First off, do you guys know what Cap is? I do. Of course we do. Of course. All right, Trav. What's Cap? So I have a teenage daughter in, in the house. Thirty-three. Um, <laughs> And she Almost says never. the word cap roughly 48 times a day. Oh, that's cap. Oh, no, that's total cap. Oh, no, don't, no, no, that's cap. So what cap, cap means BS. Cap means lie. Cap means false. Cap means that's not true. It's the opposite of true. Did I get it right? Yes, you're right. So, you know, you that go. that's cap and means like you're lying. Dad, that's so cap, Dad. <laughs> so yeah, cap. That's so wrong is essentially what she's saying. So Funches, Funches, you with me on this? <laughs> 
What the hell is going totally on? In with you. Yeah, no to- idea. I have totally no idea what's you, going man. on here. Don't know what's going we, on. We here, were man. doing we were doing the prep, and you know they were kind of trying to explain to me. I'm like, well, why don't we just call it false? They're like, no, no, because cap, because that's TikTok and this. I'm like, all right, that sounds good. See, you're right, capping about the call right now. The, the, your, your recollection of the call is total cap. See how it works. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Emily, what do you got? Yes, as a resident young person, I'm going to I'm gonna push this through. Okay, so first, uh, I'm going to give you a statement, and you got to say if this is cap or fact. So, DeMar DeRozan is going to come to play in L.A., but it's going to be with the Clippers. Alan, is this cap or fact? It's cap. <laughs> I like how hard you hit the P. <laughs> That's cap. <laughs> uh, he's not going to play for the Clippers. Why would he go to the Clippers, Trev? If he wants to be, if if this dude, by the way, the the only thing that scares me about any of this, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, two Southern California guys that the Lakers both thought we had some angles on, ended up going and playing for the Clippers. But in the time that they've been with the Clippers, Lakers already won an NBA championship. If you're DeMar DeRozan, you could link up with Anthony Davis. You could link up with LeBron James. And if the most important thing to you right now is to go win a championship, Kawhi went and got one in Toronto where you helped build that franchise. You want to go help him get one with the Clippers? Go get your own in L.A. I know I'm terribly biased, but the the brands between the Lakers and the Clippers are just night and day. Why anyone would pick the other? I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. All right, All right so I guess going. it's cap. All right, so today it's National Water Park Day. So cap or fact? Water parks are actually better than amusement parks. Uh, Travis, is this cap or fact? That is what, whatever cap times 10,000 is, that's what this is. This is cap, Al. <laughs> yes. So, look, yes. I, 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 I like an amusement park. I love going to Disneyland. Even when the kids are young, it's great. And they're a little bit older, still great. And I don't even mind going without them occasionally. I, I like an amusement park. They're fun. A water park is human stew. It's everybody kind of floating around in this tepid water that they don't get out nearly frequent enough to make sure that they take care of whatever they need to get take care of. There's all sorts of kids that don't control that stuff. People are animals and disgusting. So a amusement park is infinitely times more better or better, I should say, than a water park. You never in a I don't want to go to a public pool, much less in a, uh, a water park. Hard pass. That's cap. Emily, this is an easy one. Uh, water parks are 100% better than amusement parks. That's a fact. Uh, a couple things again. To traffic, it's not your turn. All right, don't try to jump in here. Give me a second here. Uh, if there's one thing you could do at an amusement park, what's the, what's worse than walking around in July at Disneyland or some of these other amusement parks? You, you can't even – you're just sweating through your shirt. You try mm-hmm. to throw a hat on. The sun is just blazing. Somebody wants – you know, somebody's complaining about this or that. Water just makes everybody happier. It makes people your- more excited. There's nothing I, – I, you guys know me pretty well. I made board shorts, no shirt. Let me just go walk around. That's just what I do, right? So to kind of, to kind of put this all <laughs> – everything I've said is a cap, but I'm going to go fact <laughs> on water parks cap. are better than, not, uh, than, than amusement for, parks. First of all, it's not a cap. It's no, just it is a cap. cap. It's, just no, cha- it's not a it's, chapeau. It's, listen, not, it's not something you put on your head. It's just cap. Can't believe I have to walk you through this. To answer your question, what's worse than the sun at an amusement park? Yeah. How about a little bit of that water where the kid that just messed his diaper gets into your mouth? How about that? That's why a water park is worse. Why would you describe anything? Because like you that? asked what was worse, and I just gave you an example. That's what's worse. Water, Next one. Water parks just remind me of the It's Always Sunny episode where they go to the water park, and it's, yep. just, it's just bad. So, yes. uh, factor cap. 
Greg Popovich is more to blame for Team USA's loss than anyone else. Travis, is this cap or fact? I think that's fact. I, you, you look at the Team USA record under Mike Shashevsky and some of the guys before him, and this team was just cleaning everybody's clock. We're still using, we're still sending our best guys or, or close to it. Greg Popovich's record in these games is, I think he's something like seven and three. With with Team USA, you're seven and three, really? I mean, that's that's the the other team. There was something so crazy like you know thirty seven and two or sixty seven and two. So yeah, I look. Greg Popovich knows more about basketball than I could ever possibly hope to learn. But for whatever reason, his messaging, his strategy is not translating to winning these games. This is Bad. my favorite. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go cap on this one. I love how everybody now wants to blame Greg Popovich for USA basketball. Why don't they just figure out and, and I love the complaint was, well, it's playing too much like the San Antonio Spurs. You mean the Spurs that pass the ball, that actually play together, that actually play team basketball, since you're going to play countries that that's how they're gonna to try to beat you is by playing team basketball. You cannot blame Greg Popovich for it, number one. And number two, let this thing play out. Uh, at the end of the day, the United States of America is going to eventually win the gold. If they don't win the gold, then you could start pointing that finger at coaches or something along those lines. But I thought it was a, I thought it was an easy shot. If Dame Lillard, uh, Kevin Durant, and Tatum and some of these other guys can't beat um, some of these other countries, you also got to look at the players. And so they then why have a coach at all? Why did they never lose with Mike Krzyzewski? What changed? So we're going to determine what Popovich has done in these first couple of games that it's his fault. It's it's a pretty significant change from sixty-seven and two to seven and to seven and three. That's they a don't, significant change. If they don't win the gold, we can have the conversation. If not, I don't think Greg Popovich, who is arguably one of the greatest coaches of all time, is the no, reason no, that's why that's a different Team USA basketball. No, no one's saying he's not one of the greatest co- coaches of all time. He absolutely is. That That's not the, the question. The question is, this team never loses. They're but, losing but, now. Whose fault is it? But, Trav, the, the argument is because he plays the Spurs style of basketball. Right. What's the Spurs style of basketball? Good basketball? <laughs> well, I, can tell, I can tell you what it is. basketball? It's basketball I don't want to watch. <laughs> that, that I know. Whether it's in the Olympics or the NBA regular season, I'm out. I think they'll be fine. Uh, by right. the way, I watched, I watched part of that game versus Iran yesterday. Nine minutes in, I'm like, okay, this one. <laughs> this one looks like it's, uh, it's all wrapped up. All right, guys, we've got one last one. So, cap or fact, burritos are actually better than tacos. Alan, go first. If you'd have asked me this 10 years ago, I would have said fact, but it's actually cap. For me, I think there's something about having two or three tacos laid out, um, being able to kind of determine what you want on there. Not that you can't do that on a burrito, but I, I feel a certain way after eating a burrito than I do after eating tacos. I'm, I'm going to go tacos, um, so I'm going to say cap on that one. Believe it or not, I have nothing to add to that. That's spot on. The ta- tacos are better than burritos. That's a, that's a fact. But look, I, I'm never going to say no to a brief. Say, hey, Trav, you want a burrito? Ten years yeah, ago, sure. I wouldn't have ordered tacos. Travis, I would have took you as a burrito, man. I'd love a burrito. Don't get me wrong. But if you if you said you can have this burrito or you can have a plate of tacos like Al just mm-hmm. described, I'm going to have the tacos. I, I just it's a it's a better it's a better meat delivery device for me. I could see Trav telling the guy, "Why don't you throw the tacos inside of the burrito?" And just everyone kind of standing back. Have you, extra tortillas and everything. Have you had that thing where they, instead of wrapping your burrito in just the normal flour tortilla, they wrap it in a quesadilla? Have you yeah, had that yet? That. Yeah. That's that's aggressive. 
Like I, I'm, I'm all for eating a lot and, and maybe overdoing it once in a while. But that scene, I don't need a case of case it's of the equivalent of stuffing cheese in the your, you know, your pizza crust. It's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, no, no, yeah let's, it's pretty let's good. Let's kind of leave these. Let's separate these. Are you guys let's fans of a uh, California burrito with the fries inside of it too? Of course, yeah. of course. I mean, sure. I mean, it's fries. No, no, no. Don't it is give amazing. Me the fries. It, uh, let, let me say this. <laughs> can, it, I have, really, can I have some fruit in my burrito instead? <laughs> Travis, I've said this to you before. In San Diego, that's that's all. I mean, that's like the yeah. signature burrito. It's a California yeah. burrito. Get a California burrito. So I haven't had one in a while, but yeah. Can I sub burrito. those fries out? Can you put some uh, a side of fruit or a green salad? Can you stuff that in there? Of course. Fries make everything better. All right. Throw some cauliflower in there. <laughs> what do Shohei Otani and Luka Doncic have in common? We'll tell you next. It's Travis and Slee. 710 ESPN. See, people are, are starting to get it all wrong again, right? Al, you said you had a uh, a tweet about me at yeah, the water Scott park. on Twitter. Water park, 100% the answer. Trav, are you swimming around underwater with your mouth open? <laughs> How you get so much water in your mouth? Okay. First of all, let me let me be a scientist here for a minute. It doesn't take much, right? There, there's a reason that they have those signs all over the place saying, make sure you get out of the water to use the bathroom, because it doesn't take much. And I don't care who you are. You could be uh, Michael Phelps or who's the, the Katie Ledecky, right? She swam last night and won. And you're going to get some water in your mouth. I don't care how good of a swimmer you are. A little bit gets into your mouth. A little bit gets into your nose. And if Junior there had something that didn't settle his stomach – Guess what you're ingesting? Scott, listen, Scott is just saying close your mouth when you're underwater. That's, That's all. He's no, saying. no. See, That's you, all you he's guys saying. are you guys are trying to be cute. I'm telling you, those. I have a pool here in my community where I live. It's a community pool. It's closed. I'd say about every third day because somebody had an air quote accident in the pool. That's that's with you know. There's 50 houses here that use that pool. A water park? Get the out of here. No, never, 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 never. When the show ends um, <laughs> later today. I'm going to a water park. <laughs> I'll be going to a water park. Show's brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. So, again, I've given you what, – what time is it here? I've given you an hour and 47 minutes to tell me that I was right, and you haven't done it yet, so I'm just going to do it myself. It's happening. Otani's greatness is being relegated to, oh, yeah, by the way, status. He hit another one last night. He hit a 463-foot home run. That would be his third home run this season that went over 460 feet. It was his 35th home run of the season, which leads Major League Baseball. He hit his 35th home run of the season after a day after pitching seven innings and throwing a 100-mile-an-hour pitch in that seventh inning. He pitched the day after hitting home run number 34, which he did the day before that, and we're, we're, it's being relegated to, oh, yeah, Otani hit another one. Because the Angels are out of it again. Because they're 500 again. Because they're going to be sellers at the deadline probably again. And this is what I was saying now, that in the early part of the season when the, the races aren't really heating up and we're not talking trade deadline stuff, that we can get focused on a team that's kind of out of the race because they haven't a transcendent player. But what are we talking about? We're talking about the Dodgers and the Giants and the Padres and the trade deadline and all these things that have to do with winning teams. And this guy's doing Babe Ruth-ish. And we're not, we're not, oh, yeah, he hit number 35. Oh, yeah, he, he threw a 100-mile-an-hour fastball in the seventh inning. He hit a ball 463 feet last night after pitching seven innings the day before. This is stupid, and we're not talking about it because the Angels aren't good. Two weeks ago um, was kind of the close of Otani's season. All-Star game was two weeks ago, right? So he was in the home run derby on Monday. Tuesday we had the All-Star game, and, and he pitched and led and everything else. Um, after the All-Star game, 
the conversation was just going to get less about Otani. And, and we know why, right? And as you just – you sent me a text yesterday, Otani, home run, something like that. I go yep. look on ESPN, and I'm look, I'm kind of curious. Okay, what, what was the context of You didn't give me any more details. Just said Otani. When he hit the home run, what was it, 10-2 or 10-3? It was t- it was ten to nothing when he hit it and it turned okay. it into ten to two. <laughs> okay, so two run homer. So immediately the first thing I thought, I'm like, Trav, this ain't news. It's just not news. It's not news anymore because I- I'm gonna I'm gonna try to give you the best comp that I can give you. We want to see the best players in meaningful games. We're talking about this. Um, if we were having a conversation about Otani in Game Five against the Astros. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, in the uh, in the American League Championship. Just use that as an example. Mm-hmm. You you can't you, you almost can't script a bigger storyline in sports if that was going to be happening. The problem is is he's nowhere near that, and obviously his franchise has has more to do with it with anything else. It's it's the equivalent of if I got to give an NBA comp, we want to see Luca in the Western Conference Finals soon, and if yes. it's Luca going up. Game five against the Los Angeles Lakers. Winner goes up three games to two. If, if it's something along those lines, you want to see these players perform at the absolute highest level. The opportunity that the Angels are missing to be relevant to have Otani and Mike Trout. Uh, if, if I said, who's got the biggest opportunity in sports right now? A franchise that's not doing anything with their stars. I, I'm not, I can't go over everybody, but I got to imagine Angels are obviously on a short list. I don't know if it changes, and I know you have kind of been a proponent of he's going to have to go somewhere else if he wants to be relevant. You might be right. We'll see what happens, but he's become a backstory now. This is going to sound silly, but you know what the the thing working the most against Otani with the Angels is right now? Mike Trout. And, and here's what I mean. he Otani's looking at Mike Trout because Mike Trout is – He's accepted it. I, I don't want to be hyperbolic when I say this. There's an argument to be made that Mike Trout is the greatest player of all time. Okay, he needs to play a little bit longer, but he's on a path to become the greatest player of all time. Okay, Ted Williams, Babe Ruth, Mickey Mantle, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, take your pick. He's on that list. Depends your definition, I think. And I I say that based merely off of... Don't these guys have to do things in the postseason? Don't no, these guys because Ted, Ted Williams went to the World Series once, right? Mm-hmm. That that Willie Mays went once. That that baseball is a little different in this regard. That the, the numbers just kind of become them the thing after a while. But you're right out to to another point, and and this is what I'm getting at. If I'm Shohei Otani and I'm looking, I'm like that, that guy right down sitting right next to me on the bench. That's the greatest player of all time, and he's played in zero games that matter. I don't want to do that. I don't want to. I don't want to be a part of that. I do not want to be a part of a team where I'm doing it's stuff awful. that literally awful. has never done. Because what you just said. Think about this. It's the eighth inning. It's the Astros and the Angels in the American League Championship Series, mm-hmm. and the Astros have their closer on the mound, and they got to get through Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. You don't want to see that. That's must-watch oh, oh. <laughs> freaking TV. You, you don't want to see that or, or flip it on its head. Here come the, 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 Yankee, the Yankees and the Angels are in the American League Championship Series, and Otani's on the mound in the eighth inning, and he's still pumping 100 miles an hour, and he's got to get through Aaron Judge and Gabby Sanchez or Gary Sanchez and Giancarlo Stanton. Sure. You don't want to see that? Of course you do. I mean, it, this is what we're not going to get. He's, he's, he's so different than everyone else, and he does it, and it's, it's starting to happen. It, last night, home run number three, he, 
463 feet, Al? Come on, man. And it's a footnote. It just stinks. He's so extraordinary, well, and, and I don't and, want it to get lost. But here's the thing, and as you mentioned to kind of start this thing off, this also is you, you become less relevant. Like you said, trade deadline's on Friday. What are the Dodgers-Giants got another game tonight? Okay, what are the Padres going to All these are the right storylines. Mm-hmm. Otani is be, going to become less and less relevant as the season progresses. You might have a night where he leads off because he had two home runs or something along those lines, but in the grand scheme of things, it didn't mean anything. All right, coming up next, The Dump. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. All right, let's start with this one, Al. Uh, this yep. is this is stupid. The NCAA yep. will not return Reggie Bush's Heisman because, quote, previous penalties, including those several years old, will not be reevaluated or reconsidered based on recent NIL rules. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on. First of all, I know, I know that this is not I, – I, I use this line on my kids all the time. Just because he does it doesn't mean you get to do it. Just because everyone else is doing it doesn't make it okay. If they jumped off a bridge, would you do it too? Bad logic. I get it. Do we really think Reggie Bush was the only guy getting stuff? This is so dumb. Give the man his trophy back. You know uh, what's simple for me is you could change your opinion – after you get more information or as things progress or years go on or whatever the case is, you can change your opinion. The only, I think the worst thing you could do is continue to dig your feet in and make the wrong decision over and over again. I think this is a perfect example of it. I I can't stand it. I think it's stupid. And this is a great way to tell if Reggie Bush, if they returned that Heisman trophy and, and all that other stuff, most people would have said, that's a good idea. I like what the NCAA did there. Yes. By them doing what they did here, most people are going to say, what a bunch of clowns, what a bunch of idiots. I mean, if it's that simple for you and I, uh, you would think that the common sense would be more common. Of course it's not. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $700 on average. You know what he should do? What a bunch of idiots. What a bunch of idiots. Honestly, it kind of ticks me off. He should go to like a high school ceramics class and just have somebody make him one and put it on on his mail and say, see, I got it back. (laughs) <laughs> there it is. Just never get a real tight shot of it. Just uh, make your own, Reggie. You or he it. should show us how much money that he made on the side, and uh, that would be fantastic, <laughs> too. too. Hey, I bought this watch because That's of that Rolex. person, you that individual that? there. That booster got me this. <laughs> Go My all in on dad that. dad flying first class everywhere we went. What's the big deal? The NCAA is just like an ex just refusing to apologize for anything. They're just going to say, oh, no, 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 I'm never going to apologize. Well, what, what Trav has been hoping for is that the NCAA continues to lose more control, this monopoly that they have, the BS rules that they've been holding on to. Maybe, Trav, uh, maybe we're getting closer and closer to what you're looking for. It's gone. It's that thing that once your child realizes that you actually don't have any power over them anymore, they can go do whatever they want. But until that realization happens, you just... You keep being in charge. And the NCAA, the, 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 the kid, the football team, just realized, hey, I make my own money. I don't need to listen to you anymore. I don't, I don't care what you think. I'm going to go do my own thing, which brings us to the next one. Could the Big Ten absorb some Pac-12 teams in college football and basketball? You, are you ready to see UCLA and, and USC in the Big Ten, Slee? I mean, that just feels all sorts of wrong. I'm not I'm not ready to see it, but I think what's happening right now in college football or just college in general, it's fascinating, Trav. It's fascinating. Texas and Oklahoma, if they end up, you know, obviously eventually join the SEC, what the ripple effect is going to be. And obviously it's going to affect the Pac-12, SC and UCLA as well. You're, you're, I hope Pac, and I, I have my hand firmly in the air. I'm a Pac-12 fan. Yep. But get, I am get, too. 
get used to having the Pac-12 have San Diego State and Texas Tech and BYU in it. Well, I've been pushing for San Diego State, so that's where it's headed. My wish is coming true. (laughs) Look, if we can throw the Gauchos in, if we if we can get UCSB into the Pac-12, I may reconsider. But uh, that feels like what's going to happen. Where do they find the pods, Lee? All right, ESPN app or on iTunes. Just search uh, Travis and Sliwa. You could catch uh, all two hours every day, Monday through Friday, on the app. All right, Dodgers and the Giants tonight. Walker Bueller on the mound for the Dodgers. Hopefully a birthday present for him. It is his birthday as well. Dodgers need it tonight. We'll break it all down for you. First thing tomorrow morning at 8.55 with the Thursday edition of Travis and Slee.